0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to
1: Real Talk, episode seven. Seven. Yeah, unbelievable. It's going good. It's going good. We're getting the messages. We're getting followers. People are messaging. going. Cool. And, and I, I will try and speak slower, because someone actually messaged me, who's not <laughs> English, and said, oh, my God, man, your English is terrible. And I'm like... My fucking English is terrible. This was, a, this was a Greek guy. And I'm like, well, I'm Welsh, so I've got a Welsh accent. So I'm going to try and enunciate my words more clearly for people to understand.
0: Well, all right, so this, this one's going to take about an hour because we're just going to, to take a very slowly.
1: <laughs> but it is when I and I, and then the thing is, there are slangy words in Welsh, and and I've noticed as I'm listening to myself back, and you're like, mm, yeah, I cut a lot of words short in Welsh. Mm. But but when I'm flowing and talking, I'm talking in my natural state. So we will try and sound out the words a little bit better.
0: See, I'm I'm used to because it. between family in Ireland and then growing up here at a part of Canada, I grew up in Newfoundland. Is uh, it's basically it's like ninety percent Irish settlers that came there, so it's a very the accents almost the same as in Ireland. It's super some places in remote areas it's so thick, um, <laughs> you can barely understand them. But I, get, I guess I got used to it. But I can yeah, understand. And it.
1: The Welsh speak quick anyway, but that's the first mm-hmm. time anyone has ever said to me, my English is bad, and I'm like. Did they say your English is bad? He said, oh my God, your English is terrible. I'm like, my English is terrible. Don't you change it's a it's thing, Terry. That's what makes we, you you, Terry. We fucking invented English. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
0: today's topic. So uh, it's kind of cool. So we're getting different topics that have been coming along. And now some are building on others. So kind of continuing that mode. That's why I, I was saying to Terry before this. Uh, kind of, actually, our new producer...
1: <laughs>
0: what's jamie been up to yeah, exactly. so Pavel uh kind of came up with this one uh, so the over over japanification of karate in the west we touched this on touch on earlier shows in this uh, you know so sometimes dojos here
1: do have more japanese than the actual japanese yeah thing. yeah we and, we, uh, we, mo- we still think that it's you know sort of 14th century japan everyone is still walking around in full kimonos and everyone is deeply respectful and bowing at every opportunity but when you go to japan it's very westernized certainly tokyo very westernized
0: yeah like and when he came up with this it it uh, reminded me of a couple even my own uh, personal antidotes like one of them was so i used to have this dog everybody knew about my dog i had this giant mastiff you remember right yeah, yeah. Giant lemon. Jacket. Lemon, 105 yeah, kilo of lemon. Anyway, so one time I took my uh, uh, my doggy jacket and just put it on her and took a picture of it. Well, I got backlash <laughs> from people. Nobody in Japan, I saw even talk, talk, contact my friend in Japan, Nori, and I was like, Nori's a pet, and Nori's like, what? No, you put a jacket on, who cares? <laughs> Other people are like, oh, it's disgraceful to whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, get over yourselves. Like It's a joke. Oh, it it, it, it's a it is,
1: people are, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the fallacies, again, these are all things that are, uh, it used to be kind of the thing with the, the Gurkha, you know the Gurkha soldiers? Yes, yep. Yeah. And they cookery the knife, yep. and there was the rumor was if ever they draw their cookery, they yes. have to draw blood. <laughs> That's it. If it comes <laughs> out, someone's got to die. So you know, and it was like it's all these little stories that get handed on. And like typical, perfect one in karate: never wash a belt. Right. Yes. Exactly. Never wash a belt because you wash away your spirit yeah. when you wash a belt.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a lot around the belt, man. Oh my God. And the and the belt. Yeah. And the belt will continue. Why it's black is because you never wash it, and eventually it gets dirty, turning that black color. And then it, it fades. <laughs> that's, the, that's the circle <laughs> is completed. And
1: Westerners eat that shit
0: up. It's, it, the Japanese must be just cracking up.
1: <laughs> it is. I bet. I bet they should, I bet they were there one day, and they were like, "Oh, why? Why?" Should you never wash your Oh, they probably one, one Xia never washed his belt because he was dirty. And they were yeah. like, oh, why you never wash your belt? Oh, it's, uh, it's because you wash away your spit. They just make things up. And then it carried on. It's a Chinese whisper, it carries on down the line. And then everyone believes that it's gospel. I think pe- yeah. some people need that, though. The same with strict religion. Some people need strict gospels, strict dogma, strict rules yeah. for their life. Yeah, and and if you deviate from that, <gasps> I'm going to burn in hell.
0: Yeah, and and there's other, you know, we're kind of making light of it. And I do know people who don't wash their belt. Actually, I don't. I've never washed my belt.
1: I never, I I never used to wash my belt. Yeah, I don't wash It was it, it, it's, it's only in it's only the last few years that I'll I'll wash it. Don't let me wrong, Don't put it on a boil wash. Right. But I'll if it's dirty because I train outdoors, like like when right. we go waterfall training, yeah. if it's dirty, I will just chuck it in the wash. Yeah. Yeah. And let it have like a warm soapy water wash, and then put on a radiator to dry.
0: Yeah, and I don't know where that comes from, from. Me, I don't know if it's just tradition or why I don't I do it, but whatever. Again, it's built on some of this stuff. Uh, and uh, even Pavel, Pavel, actually came up with another one that uh, made me think too. And I'm going to ask you this one. Um, so, showman array, right? When we, at the beginning of class, or you
1: bow to the front. Why? Well, we—I don't have a showman array. Well, oh, yeah? I, I no, I I think the stuff in Canada and America, they they a different world again. They do this stuff all over the world differently. We like showmen is front. Yeah, and Ray face the front, yes. so you bow to the front. Why? Now I know they do. They, now they do it in tournaments because they and, bow into the front table yeah. where the, where the judges are. They bow into the audience. They bow into each other. But in the but judge- it, no, yeah. only in the dojo, they, we only drop bow to the front of the dojo because that's where the shinzen is.
0: Exactly, but a lot of people don't realize that. That's because they're usually the Shinto shrine is up there, right? And
1: yeah, well, and not not just the Shin. Yeah, you'd have the Shinzen at the front of the dojo, a yeah. picture of whoever yeah. the, the, is the, the founder, founder or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or the ka, the kamazar mm-hmm. in other styles. Mm-hmm. Um so again, you enter the dojo, you do your two kiyas, or to notify the, the highest grade that you're coming in and then us to the Shin mm-hmm. Same as when you leave us senior grades us to the Shin
0: mm-hmm. I thought there was a neat little tidbit that we like we do things I think a lot of people do things we don't really question why we're doing them and where they're coming from. And again I'm wondering if they're even done in dojos there. And and it also we,
1: some, yeah, yeah it just gets passed on just gets passed on and and uh it's a good like you had ian on uh yeah. I listened to the, the other day um great he, show
0: oh my god he's amazing master,
1: a font of knowledge Jeez. the man's just knows all about it and you know what i loved about what he said as well one of the bits in what he said you asked him a question about what if we discovered some hidden books that showed you exactly what the bunkai was mm-hmm. and he said well it would depend on whether that bunkai that was being done in the book was actually effective or not for today. If it wasn't, I'd carry on doing what I'm doing. Yes, exactly. Which takes you remember a conversation we had a few years ago, what I said, the threat has changed. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so karate needs to adjust to it. It's continually adjusting. So the threat has changed. So the karate needs to adjust. The bunkai needs to adjust as well. Mm-hmm. Um and you know and I was slitted for it oh my god you're going against what's being told and what's being said and you're being disrespectful and it's like no it's not so it's great for Ian to come on and, and, and say stuff like that
0: yeah it should evolve and, and and again tying back to this thing with the over Japanification of stuff um, or the opposite actually too you see more so in American dojos you'll see like the flashy Gees and uh, the stars, the stars, and stars, star and, all, and all all kinds of stuff. Like they like
1: tucked well, into what, their. Brain. What is this? What is this? People in a black gee. This this some Kyokushin people that I've seen that wearing a black gee, and it's like it's uh, all right. Ronin, you can do whatever you want, really, but Oyama never wore a black gee. Karate doesn't have a black gee in it. You know,
0: some styles uh, it, do in Okinawa
1: that came out uh, of- it may, but oh. maybe Okinawa yeah but yeah. the, the, the Kyokushin side of it no. and it's like well mm-hmm. why wear black why wear black gi to be mm-hmm. different everyone wears white we all wear the same we all sweat together the only difference is the belt around your waist and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, um, white is pure it's pure mm-hmm. colour mm-hmm. very angelic like myself <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and uh, so you got that spectrum of it like in the u.s where they've left it all behind because america Um, america (laughs) love my american friends god bless you down there right now shout Uh, out to uh
1: (laughs) president biden i was behind you i was behind you all the way
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we uh, we don't want to get banned up here anyway (laughs) um but then yeah so you have the other flip of it so Again, I know somebody. I actually know this person. We were having like just casual training at the dojo. So since it was like, show up in t-shirt and you know whatever shorts or dogi pants or whatever. Yeah. To train. Nope, can't do that. You got to be in gi all the time. You cannot have a t-shirt on your gi. You can't have uh, um, whatever like, rash guard or gi. no gi all the time, or you're not doing kyokushin. Yeah what <laughs> hold on and then it's so ironic because again uh paul I never say like because we follow some instagram uh guys from japan yeah they're all in there like whatever they do they're sitting around, shorts, ch- ch- yeah. <laughs> so again
1: like it's where why i suppose it, it depends on the lesson if you would do it if it's your formal sure. yeah. formal lesson evening lesson or whatever you're, That's in your, different. you're in your yeah. doggy, you're yeah. it. And those They're guys like, too. And, and if you're doing like a, a, and I first sort of come across this when I was in Sweden training with Sean uh, Robert day There's an mm. Ushideshi, so we were training six hours a day. So mm. you do the evening session would be in the doggy. Mm. Everything else, shorts and t-shirt. Right. I didn't even wear a belt, just shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. That's all we wore. That's what we mostly trained in, which is very weird at first you try if you're not used to doing it try and do karate without wearing a gi try a, and do a bit of kion without wearing a gi it's you're weird. punching and you know you're like no snap and you're like i can't Whoa. hear my sleeves now you're like i'm not even punching properly mm. i know i'm punching properly when i hear the snap so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true
0: though it messes with you yeah and say for us like we would have like our formal classes during the week but then, uh, especially if we were getting ready for a tournament or something, and we'd have uh, running fu- fighter camps and stuff, so Sensei was just like, you know, just come in your rash or whatever you need to wear, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. It, it's, at that point, it's sport, and you're
1: like, you know. Yeah, wear whatever. You're going yeah. training. But no, no, I remember this gentleman. No, no. Some <laughs> people are like that. But then it's not practical. You're not going to be wearing your gi. Same as a lot of the grabs and a lot of the throws, Right. It's not going to be practical for outside. Well, that's because why you, Eddie Bravo,
0: Eddie Bravo, deviated. There's no
1: up. no gi wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, he deviated you off. You've or... got to because if you go to grab someone's brand new Armani silk shirt and go to throw them, you're just ripping the shirt off them. You're not going to get that purchase. Yeah. And yeah. this it and it's the same when you grab someone, you grab someone's sleeve and you yank them in. The sleeve would just rip if it's not a gi. Right. So so it's. Yeah, you you keep, but it's not practical for, for But the real self-defense stuff as well, neither. That's what Joe
0: Rogan always talks about. Uh, he loves guys that wear tie. He's like, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's which, is I, when we, which is why when we were on the door, we all had clip-on ties. Mm-hmm. So he's just had a clip-on oh, tie. Oh, right. That's true. I never you, even caught yeah. that for you, but you're right. Just have that clip-on and be there. So people would grab your tie and go to pull it, to pull you on for an headbutt and just pull your tie off. And you'd be like, <laughs> bang. Did that happen? Did that ever happen? People, yeah, use... people, people would do it all the time. People would try and grab it and pull it. Um, but oh that's why we always, always had a clip-on tie.
0: That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh I'm, I'm kind of stuck on this the japanification thing i don't know if it's if it's a good bad if it's indifferent if it will continue
1: on it's weird I well know. i i think it's it depends like you? who cares i guess at the end of the day yeah it doesn't matter it depends if you're if you're a, a traditionalist on things it's nice to have traditions i i'm quite a traditionalist i like it i, I like uh things to have been done a certain way for a long time mm-hmm. or the same of you know this building the building that we're in for argument's sake of different things uh, is 300 years old people have been meeting in this building for 300 years old right. it's got original features original fi- you know i love that history uh, and i going through that so yeah you know if there's certain things that we do that have always been done then to a certain extent it's nice to follow that tradition but not to the detriment of your own development.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me also of people who like get uh, kanji and all this stuff tattooed on them and that. And half the time they don't even, not even quite sure. Well, yeah, me too. I have it on my list, <laughs> but that's different though. Like I remember I had a friend uh, this young lady that I used to hang out with, she was Japanese and we were, visit- she was visiting, we were in a McDonald's or something, and she starts giggling and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I'll, I'll tell you after, and she said this guy in front of us had this tattoo on his forearm, this kanji, and she's like, I don't, I don't think he knows what that means, and I'm like, why? She's like, it's gibberish, it means something but a frog and whatever, like it, it literally made no sense, and I was so tempted to go ask the
1: guy, what do you think you got on there? When, People do though, don't they? They think, oh, a bit, bit of squiggly lines. That's Japanese. That's Chinese. I love that, <laughs> uh, and they have it tattooed onto their bodies, and uh, they Man, don't I even know. know what it means. <laughs> I remember some, Oh, I remember someone um, that had the dojo Kun tattooed, uh, one of the lines um, on his arm, and I was reading it, and I was like, Oh God, no! That, I was like, It wasn't in Japanese. It was in English. Yeah, yeah. And he's and still I like, wrong. I was like, That's wrong. And he was like, oh, we will train our bodies for a firm and an unshaken spirit. Oh, no. Unshaken. And I'm like... Oh, no. I said, that's that's not right. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't mind. It's like, you know, if you're going to have it tattooed on you, at least get it right.
0: Wow. Uh, there's a uh, term in Japan, actually. I, know, I can't remember how to pronounce it correctly. Kazari ego or something. and it, it literally means English decoration. So they do the same thing. They'll take English words uh, out of context and they'll put them on yeah. shirts and products, not tattoos, yeah, yeah. but put on shirts and products. Like and it, it just, it's just nonsense. It just doesn't make.
1: It, you see, you see it all the time on there where they'd be going. Cool. But I suppose, But it's the same. We do things, you know. Yeah. Stuff like stuff like Ronin dojo. In Japan, it doesn't really make any sense. Makes no sense. It's like it's like, well, hang on, you're the the place of the way of the man of the wave. (laughs) It's almost like an
0: oxymoron, too. There's two words that just don't make sense.
1: And we are like,
0: yeah. Off by yourself in your place of training.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But but then it's like Japanese do the same things, you know, they'll be like, oh, they'll have a t-shirt, good morning, or river. But just something random <laughs> written on them, and it's like River Shop. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> oh, humans are awesome. We're funny creatures, aren't we? But the uh, talking about this um, traditions and stories that get handed down and stuff. There's like, all different cultures have got different stories, and I know this loads because I've I used to do it. I used mm-hmm. to. I was told something as a child. Uh, I'll give you an example. Well, um, that cu- you know, be good. Am cuckoo? I going to have to edit this out? No. It's like a cuckoo, the bird cuckoo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, at some point in my childhood, uh, I'd seen, like, fly larvae on a, on a little plant. A little fly larvae, like, in the white, and there's a little insect inside it, like this. right? Now, for some reason, I was told that's cuckoo spit. I don't know why. At some point in my life, I was told that's cuckoo spit. And I took that into my 30s. And, I'm, and I would tell people, I would say, that's cuckoo spit. And, and, and I tell you the realization with Susie, we, we were out walking in the woods. And I was like, oh, look, 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 look at that. That's cuckoo spit. She's like, what the fuck was, are you getting on? About? It was like, what? What is it? It's cuckoo. And then I thought about it. And I said, look, the cuckoo spits out, and there's even a little insect inside the spit. Oh and then I was like, oh, hang on a minute. No, I th- I don't think it is cuckoo spit. <laughs> then, I'm like, and then you Google, you Google it. You're like cuckoo spit. It's got to be something, I'll find it. And it's like, no, it's fly larvae. And you're like, oh, okay. I carried that through into my thirties. <laughs> just awesome. because I was told, just because I was told something, I, and we dogmatically believe things that we're told without questioning. And again, back to the be a good student question things don't just get told something and go the movies for this yeah like we said with that with that elbow you know i can't it's like (laughs) it doesn't work so question things and and don't just blindly believe anything
0: exactly and i think also all again like all our conversations could go all over the place i think sometimes to folks who like really Japanify things like think do it more than the Japanese even do it. I think it, it comes from a place of respect. It comes from a place of love. They love their karate, they love all the stuff. And so I, like I'm not I'm not mocking that way. It definitely comes from a place no, of I reverence. Um, but I, I, again though I think to your point, I, I think you, sometimes you need to
1: step back and just question it is. I on. think karate. It's not. It's nothing like it used to be. We can we can say right. that for sure. Yeah. Karate is nothing like it used to be. Nothing like it it was intended. Yeah. It's morphed into something completely different. And it's yeah. funny. I did a I did a quick Google search before we came on, and what is karate came up as the question. Mm. Um, and the answer was, karate is a, a method of training to improve your mind, your body, your spirit to become. And it's like. That's the Do philosophy, but it's yeah. like you know, where it is the karate? Is a civil defense art. It was yeah. designed. Uh, it came from sort of China into Okinawa. It yeah. was kind of formed in Okinawa, a mixture of things, yeah. um, and it was designed to specifically defend yourself against an untrained attacker. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But you don't you don't hear that explanation. What's karate? Karate is about the perfection of one's character. Two which is a coin. Yeah, which is not bad. That's no, it's, a good thing..: It's morphed into that of, yeah, mm-hmm. and like I say now, yeah, but people are missing part of it. So I've trained hard, I've done the door. I've had scraps, I got to the point where I can physically look after myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all right with that, and I've trained hard. Mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of I'm going to the other side of life and I'm rising above the thing of I don't have to fight everyone. I don't have to knock him out. I don't have to be in that environment all the time because I have been. And now I'm going, actually, yeah, do you know that the, the true or the highest enlightenment of karate is not having to use it? It is. It is it's this like, well, I, I've reached that, that that higher point that I don't have to use it anymore. I don't have to hit you because I know what the result is going to be if I hit you. So I don't need to hit you unless, unless you're physically attacking me sure. I don't have to do it
0: yeah wasn't that karate kid too I mean all joking aside, know what he said karate self-defense walk
1: away all that kind of stuff yeah or you squish just like a grape <laughs> but people come into it though like we said we've got the 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 airy fairy stuff people come into that other side of it without going through the hardship so they are I'm spiritually enlightened Karate is not about fighting. I don't need to fight you. And then, and then it's like, well, actually, no, you don't need to fight because you'd fucking lose. Because <laughs> you have you haven't done the other side of it. You haven't made yourself, you haven't made yourself into a weapon yet. So you can go, I don't need to fight you because I will hurt you and I will win. That's the end of it. You're saying I don't need to fight you because I've reached spiritual creaminess. <laughs> But, but you but you haven't got it you haven't put the training in which is what you, <laughs> you know, making me hungry <laughs> <laughs> all the books today all the books that you've got to, you know you, you've got to go through that like we said before the hard fires of training to make yourself toughened and then once you've toughened then you can go I don't need to do this
0: man I, you're today I was listening to a podcast uh, Joe Rogan with Lex Friedman who I, I love Rex Friedman he's a not, Brazilian black brazil jiu-jitsu black belt and an mit scientist uh mm-hmm. professor unbelievable in uh, artificial intelligence uh, he has a great podcast anybody wants to check it out and he was talking about he had a guest on whose name escapes me now but he's a former olympian wrestler in the u.s and he went and stayed with him and he's an older gentleman now right and he said when he was training for wrestling and I, br- I brought a training a wrestling training before because they train so hard And this is a good uh, he said you know, people do about leave it on the mat and stuff. He, he, what he was aiming, to, his goal was to train so hard that he would literally, he would want to, he wanted to pass out. <laughs> and it never happened. And he, he felt bad that he never had got to the point of pinnacle of training so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that he would just keel over. And so he tells the story his, his daughter went on to become uh, a swimmer. And she was training and training for this meet. And she was training so hard that she passed out. And he was like, he was so on. He's like, you did what I, what I couldn't do. But again, I know it's a cute, funny story, but it tells you, like, train hard. It it's,
1: is, yeah. You know, and, anyway, and, it, and, it, and it could just be that he had a disposition that was very difficult for him to pass out. It's like people, people train till you're sick. Those French boys. Those boys to are to tough. you actually vomit? No, yes. I've never. You know, I've tra- I've trained hard. You know, spitting in and when I was training with the Marines, mm. oh, with the the shit they'd have us doing. And yeah, yeah I you can feel, you can taste blood in your stomach. Yeah. You get a metallic. You get a metallic taste coming up. Yeah. But I've never be, I've never trained till I'm sick. I've I've, like, ones. Uh, I've never. I've never vomited from it. Because I'm not really a vomit there, and they keep trying to train you until you vomit. And I'm like, oh, listen, I'm trying to make myself, think, ah, but it's not happening.
0: Try not to do that on camera, man.
1: No, 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 no. No. <laughs> it's, um, it's family a family show. Family show. <laughs> But yeah, so stories dogma things get well, handed down. Yeah, I know
0: and I know I don't want to keep this one going again for another trying to keep these short, but also we were talking about before coming on here. This reminds me too. We we did the show where we're talking about uh, the samurai code and people like to live up to that whole ideal. So we would we definitely we're having a show coming up on that too cuz we Yeah. It, uh,
1: we were talking cuz We've got some lines we're gonna take you. Yeah. It's gonna upset a few people and they're gonna go exactly. Nah. <laughs> the code of the samurai. <laughs> anyway, but so yeah, everything comes a... from somewhere. Exactly, and exactly. It is. And I, I let me I tell you what, and if we're wrapping up, let me leave you with this little story. One of my analogies that I heard. It's a fantastic story. There was a, a wife was cooking a ham for her husband. And she was cooking this ham and she chopped the edge of the ham off and cooked it for him. And he said to his wife, he said, why why do you chop the edge of the ham off? And she was like, I don't really know. That's the way my mother taught me to cook the ham. So she was like, okay, then, well. And then one day she was at her mother's and said to her mother, ma'am, why do we we chop the the ham? Why do we chop the edge off it? And she said, I don't really know. That's the way my mother taught me. So they were like, okay, well, next time we go and see grandma, let's ask her why. So they went and spoke to grandma and they said, oh, listen, you know, when mom said when you taught her how to cook this ham, you chop the edge off it. And, you know, I do the same as well. Why? And she was like, oh, I had to chop the edge off it. Otherwise it wouldn't fit in my baking tin. It is. and, And that's what we do. Things get passed on down the line. And you're still doing it because of tradition and this is the way I was shown, but, fucking, the, but the parameters have changed. It's a fucking perfect analogy. And it
0: goes right back to what uh, Sensei Ian was saying, too, the same thing. The bunk guy back then... Well, we yeah. did it that way because the guy was this tall, and he wore a whatever, 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 you know.
1: Yeah, and everybody had swords or knives. Yeah,
0: exactly. So we still we gotta train and still train that
1: way. Now. That yes. Yeah, it is perfect. And and again, do. it leads us to that question: things. If you're not sure why something is done a certain way, you you won't be an idiot. Exactly. You won't you won't be you won't be the black sheep and castaway. And it's frankly, like- if anybody judges you for that. They're the fucking idiot. Then they're, they're, they're the idiot. You don't. If, if you ask your Shian or someone, you ask a question, and you're shouted down, and you're treated differently. That's that's brilliant because it shows you you're in the wrong place, and then you need to move.
0: Perfect way to end it. Another one.
1: In Boom. The, um... All right. Are we gonna are we ready for the?
0: Until next time. Cut. <laughs>